Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Hi guys, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas Eve. I think this will come out on Thursday. Today is Monday, so that means Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Hope everyone is drunk, eating cookies, eating lots of sugar, lots of carbs. Um, everyone's gonna have, you know, wild hangovers, lots of pimples, no regrets though, because we are just living. I am in a silly, goofy mood. I am drinking a medicine ball tea from Starbucks. It's on their secret menu, if you didn't know what it is. Um, it costs approximately $6 and you can make it at home yourself for 99 cents. But I choose to, you know, throw myself into massive debt via Starbucks. Um, someone told me to put tequila in it, which I haven't done today, um, but I definitely will here in the future. Um, was singing earlier uh, because I was trying to decide with my podcast editor which Christmas song I could put at the beginning of this episode. And he was like, well, it has to be an instrumental or a cover because otherwise you can get sued. And I was like, you know what? I'm the kind of person that would get sued. That's my kind of luck. Um, but anyway, I have learned in the last 10 years of my life um, to just live. You know, don't worry about getting sued so much. Anyway, that's terrible advice. One second. Oh, fuck, that's still hot. Um, okay, so today I... Well, hi. Um, I had something to tell you. I really forget what it was. Oh, yes, I remember. One, wanted to thank you guys again for all the reviews. I can see some of them on uh, the podcast app. Like I can read some of them. So thank you guys. Thank you for the, um, like the stars, I guess now you can rate and review on Spotify, which is exciting. My boyfriend was able to, um, but, I uh, this sounds so weird saying my boyfriend, <laughs> but I was not able to. So maybe like I'm blocked for, from liking my own podcast, which wouldn't be surprising. Um, but thank you guys. I appreciate it. I had, um, I put up on my stories, like if you guys could choose, um, you know, for me to do two episodes a week or a longer one, it was literally 50-50. And I just want to say this too, is I fucking love doing this. It's so much fun. It's literally like therapy to me. I've said that before about my Instagram stories. Um, it's just very therapeutic. I know a lot of people who, you know, they don't think it's therapeutic. They think that it's a lot of work um, and that's fine. N nothing's right or wrong. But a lot of people also warn me about getting burnt out. Um, I am the type of person to get burnt out because I am like an all in or all out person. I've said that before. Um, so I am just going to keep it at one episode a week for now. Um, it is a lot of like, I read through all the emails. Um, I try to pick out the ones that kind of go together. Um, and then sometimes I just like randomly pick them when I'm on the podcast, but um, it's not a lot of work. I'm never gonna say like my job is hard. It's just a lot of like mental, it's like a lot of emotional work, if that makes sense. Like when I'm responding to DMs, when I'm recording the podcast, when I'm answering people's questions, when I'm doing like the heart to heart thing on my stories, all of that. Um, it's just a lot of mental work. Does that make any fucking sense? Anyway, so long story short, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do one episode a week. I'm gonna try to make it, you know, as full as I can. I know my first one was only like 30 minutes, but then they got longer and longer. So they'll probably be anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour. You never know. I might get off on a rampage and, you know, go for three hours. Who 
honestly knows. I never really have a plan for my podcast. I have, um, you know, picked out a couple questions from my emails that I wanted to answer today. And I put on my latest Instagram post, uh, like, Hey, what do you guys want to talk about? And I love when I do that because so many people, they just DM me them and I'm like, okay, sure. So yeah, excited to get into those in a little bit. Um, hi brand. Hi, Amanda. They said that my voice was starting to sound sexy on a podcast They, Ooh, I just got chills in my ears. Must be my sexy voice. Oh my God. Ow. Um, they said at first I was screaming into the microphone, but now they said that I'm starting to sound sexy, which, you know, the compliments are rare these days from my quote, no friends. So, you know, I, I will take it. Um, Anyway, what was I going to say? Okay, so tomorrow, it's so weird to say my boyfriend, but um, we are both from New England. So we are flying up to New England tomorrow, which is Tuesday. We're going to spend some time with his family. He's going to come meet my dad, which is exciting. Um, and then I'm going to come back next week. Um, and I'm just very excited. So hope everyone has some good plans. If you have to be with toxic family members, I am sorry. That really sucks. Just drink. Uh, that's my only advice right now. Okay. So before I get into these questions and some of them are actually very good. Some of them, uh, relate back to things that I've talked to, talked about on my, um, Instagram before I want to just, you know, I think it's important with like a podcast. This is how I think of it anyway. It's not right or wrong, I guess. But I think of my podcast, right? It's going to be all over the place. We're going to talk about different things every single week. Um, but I would really like to give you guys, you know, like a, I don't want to say like an ins inside of my life. Like that sounds really narcissistic and stupid. Um, but I wanted to tell you guys about this story that happened to me a couple weeks ago. And I want to preface preface. Is it preface or preface? Not sure. But I want to preface this with, um, I am telling you this story as one, if you are a business owner, I think that we can all maybe think about this scenario, um, maybe take some nuggets of learning lessons away from it, or maybe not. Um, but also a hot tip to uh, check your bank account to see what you are being charged for. Um, so that's one hand. The second hand is I am telling you this because the places of business the, the clothes, the skincare, yes, yes, yes. But the places of business that I recommend to my, I hate saying followers, but to my followers, I take extremely seriously. Why? Because that is literally my brand and my reputation. If I am telling my people, hey, go here. I love it. Love the people. Great experience, blah, blah, blah. And then someone goes there and has a bad experience. Um, I know that that's not 100% my fault, but I take responsibility for that because I feel a very large responsibility for my recommendations, for my brand, for the things that I say. Like I do not take lightly the platform that has been given to me by the universe. Um, that sounds kind of weird, but you know what I mean? Like I take this shit so seriously. So I'm not going to say names. You can figure it out yourself if you want. But here is the long story. And I am all for saying when I am in the wrong. 
okay? So I have told this story to all of my friends. We have talked about it back and forth. And again, with my friends, I have people who will literally look at me and be like, Gretchen, you're a moron. You were wrong. This is like, you are not right. Um, and not one person has said that I was in the fault. Um, and this is about a yoga studio. Okay. And I have friends who manage pure bar studios. I have friends who own gyms and I have, I know many people who work in like the mem uh, who work in like the fitness community. Okay. So long, let, let's, it might not be long story short. It might be a long story, but I'm gonna try to land the plan. Okay. So I'm going to this yoga studio. Okay. And I sign up for a membership. Okay. The membership is $125. Hold on. I got a burp. Excuse me. $125. Okay. So it's, I don't know, um, what exactly the membership is, but I sign up for it. I sign a waiver and I start going to the classes. Okay. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then, um, like six months later, I look at my bank statement finally. And, and this is where it's my fault is I do not catch this until six months down the road. Hold on, I gotta burp again. Does this medicine ball tea have fucking root beer in it? Like, Jesus. Um, sorry, do not use the Lord's name in vain, especially around Christmas. So I look at my bank statement and for the past six months, I have been being charged for two memberships two of the identical same memberships. So instead of paying $125 a month, I have been paying $250 a month to this yoga studio. And so I write them an email, says, hey, looks like I have been being double charged for this long. So sorry that it's taken me this long to notice it. Um, I suck at this kind of stuff. And can you actually go ahead and cancel my membership as well because I am moving 30 minutes up the road and you guys do not have a yoga studio up there. They write back and say, hey, so sorry that you didn't catch this, uh, but unfortunately this is your fault and there is nothing that we can do about it. And I say, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> and I, uh, I also was being charged well, okay. So they said, here is the receipt that, and all that it says is like, it says literally Gretchen Clark times two for my membership, 125 times two. So literally I have the exact same membership twice. <laughs> and, um, I am being charged on the 24th of the month and the first of every month. Okay. So I said, so we're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And they had said, well, you signed up for two memberships um, and like our, our clients would have noticed this earlier than six months. They said a few sentences when I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I said, uh, and I said, okay, well, a couple questions here. I signed one waiver, which means that I am one person why would I have two memberships? Oh, I don't, I don't know. You signed up for two memberships. You allowed someone to sign up for two identical memberships. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, you did. It, it pretty much like it, this isn't verbatim in a quote, but yeah, you did. There's, this isn't our fault. Like this is your fault. You literally signed up for two memberships. 
So like zero customer service, zero care about a customer, nothing. And I said, um, okay, so why was I, if I have two identical memberships that I signed up for on the same day, which is what you're saying happened, how come I'm being charged on the 24th and the first of every month? Oh, well, your membership doesn't go, this is what they said, your membership doesn't go live until you come to your first class. And I said, oh, okay. So I went to class on the 24th and then went to class on the 1st. So in your system, how did you know to start charging me for my second membership on the 1st if my memberships are identical? How did you know that I was coming in for my second identical membership? This makes literally zero sense. And, you know, I'm talking to my friends who own Pure Bar or who manage Pure Bar Studios and own gyms. And they're like, there is literally no way that our system would allow that to happen. Or because they said many times, we're a small business, we're a small business, we're a small business, which I get and I respect, I get it. But you also run a business that is taking a lot of people's money. And they said, we, we just didn't catch it. Sorry. Like, it's your fault that you signed up for two memberships. And I said, so you can't give any of that money back. Like literally $700. Nope, sorry, we can't do it. And that is to me, literally like a small business, right? Let's say that I order a $100 sweatshirt from a small business on Etsy. And a couple months later, I say, hey, business owner, I'm so sorry. It looks like I was double charged for the same sweatshirt, but obviously you can see in your system that I only received one sweatshirt. Uh, could, could I just get that refund? That's, I have never in my life, as someone who owns their own business as well, would never ever blame the customer, be like, nope, this is your fault, sorry. We are not giving that back and uh, you're gonna try to ruin a small business by doing that. That's not verbatim. But I would never ever expect that. And I hate to say it like this, but Mr. Yoga Studio, like that is free fucking money. Like you did not quote earn that money. That literally, you double, like I was getting double charged. Might it be, however that saying is, that I, okay, so say I accidentally clicked for two memberships. You don't have a system in place. You don't have the common courtesy to say, hey, Gretchen, it looks like you have two of the exact same memberships. This doesn't look right. Would you like us to fix this? Like, absolutely not. Again, no, so many people who own small businesses, they would, and the last thing that they're going to do is come back to a customer and say, nope, this is your fault. Sorry, there is absolutely nothing we can do. Bye. Like, it literally shocked me so bad, blew my mind that I was like, I do not, like, I am not for dragging someone's name through the dirt. I am I will say this very humbly. I am fucking so blessed that $700 that literally I just shit down the toilet um, for a, a yoga studio to get that they did not earn, that they, oh God, it makes me so mad. It's the principle. It's not the money. I am blessed that that will not make me not be able to afford my mortgage. But I know that there are plenty of people who take my recommendations so fucking seriously 
And I just want to like, do what you want to do. Just check your bank statements, check your memberships, make sure that you're not being charged double. Uh, um, because I have had many, 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 many memberships in my life. And, uh, and there's no way to say that. I, I don't know. I, I really, I'm trying not to think that I was being taken advantage of. Um, it kind of feels like that to be fucking honest. Um, and it's just really shocking, like in today's world that as a small business, you don't like think about your own reputation or how you treat your customers. Like it's really just mind blowing and not what I thought, not to like put yoga studios in a bucket, but like not what I would think the character of a yoga studio would be. Um, and yes, I disputed it with my Amex. They came back and they're like, if you don't remove these disputes, we will have no other choice than to go to your bank. And I'm like, well, you're not going to my bank, honey. You're going to Amex and you can dispute them back. Like this is America, it's fine. And so, um, yeah, going through that, it's just such a lovely time. But again, don't mean to be negative. Don't mean to, I, I'm not trying to drag anyone here, but I just feel a little taken advantage of, a little pissed off. Um, and, you know, just felt like I needed to do my part a little bit and uh, look out for my people. So check your bank statements, people. Okie dokie. Anyway, let's get into some of these emails. I pulled a few of them from my DMs, some from the comments on my post, and some were emailed to me. So, all right, this first one, I get a lot. I've actually talked about this um, a little bit on my Instagram, but Gretch, how to be happy by yourself and not or stop comparing your journey and season of life to others that seem to be further along, especially when it's stuff that you desire, like marriage, kids, all of that stuff. So, I always go back to my best friend's wedding. That was what brand like in July. Um, I was so single, like the only male phone number that was in my phone was my dad's. Like I was not talking to anyone. I had zero desire. I had zero interest. Um, but I remember being at that wedding and like, tears and tears of just genuine happiness for her like the most beautiful couple perfect husband like I would marry her husband Ethan tomorrow I tell him all the time if he wants to switch wives like hello I am here um she they already had perfect baby boy another one on the way like perfect life right like things that I cannot wait to have however I never had it slip into my mind a not this is like kind of hard to, and my friend Lacey and I were talking about this today when she came over like it's it's um like I'm so happy genuinely so 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 happy for her do I want that in my life yes but I do not think anything negatively around it right I feel like the universe god whatever you think senses what you are feeling and what is genuine and what is not, right? So I, whenever my friends, I'm pregnant, I'm engaged, I met this man, me, single as fuck, 30 years old, 
I genuinely was so happy. I got so wrapped up in what they were saying. I was like, hell fucking yes. Tell me more. Tell me everything. I'm so happy. I'm going to fly to see you just so that I can hug you because your life is changing. And I'm so, so happy for you. And then boom, the universe felt that and not to be (laughs) corny, like, Hey babe, but my life literally changed in one night meeting one person. And it happened quick. And like, I instantly knew, and I was like, this is my person 1000%. And I feel like that happened for me because the universe knew that I was ready, right? The universe was like, okay, she is genuinely happy with her life. She is not just thinking, where's my husband? I want kids. I don't have this. I don't have this. I instead looked at my life as, wow, I have so much to bring to the table. I can't wait to have that one day, but I'm going to focus on myself right now. Like that's what I, I, I just fully believe that the universe like has you in different seasons of life. You have different chapters of your life that before, you know, what, six months ago? Like that was not my chapter. That was not my time. I was not meant to be living the life that my best friend was living. That's her season. You know what I mean? This is her time. And when it comes around and it's my time, it's going to be the most beautiful thing because there's nothing negative about it. I didn't rush it. I didn't beg for it. I'm just like, I love my life so much. I'm going to attract, right? You attract what you want. Um, the law of attraction, ever read the book, ever read anything about it, hundred percent recommend. Um, but you, you attract what you want. And I feel like, I just genuinely feel like the universe can sense your feelings and can sense your attitude about things. So you can't fake it. There's nothing about this that can be faked, but I think that, you know, when I look back at the question, how to be happy by yourself that is such a, that's almost like a different topic, right? Like you got to learn to be happy by yourself. Like if we want to get into that tangent, like how can you think about if you were with someone, right? And you felt like you couldn't make them happy because they weren't genuinely happy themselves. Like that is a terrible spot to be in. And that's like what you're setting yourself up for. You know what I mean? Sorry, just had to take a swallow of this medicine ball. It's literally pure sugar. I'm pretty sure it's like 90% lemonade. Um, But anyway, I guess that's why I like it so much. So yeah, synopsis, uh, conclusion. Uh, Never mind. you listened to what I just said. So just, uh, you know, be genuinely happy for other people. I promise it will come for you. Like there's no, uh, you can't force it. It, it, Like you're doing nothing by being down in the dumps and negative, because I can tell you what won't make anyone attracted to you. And that's being negative and down in the dumps. I do not ever want to be around people like that. Neither does anyone else. So when you're like out at a bar and you're all negative down in the dumps, I can guarantee you that no one is going to talk to you. No one that's worthy is going to talk to you. Okay. And not not saying that that's where you meet people, but you know what I mean? Like people feel that energy Um, actually speaking of that, there was one question I wanted to answer really quick. Um, and it was, never mind. I'll answer that one later. Okay. This is one that makes me want to punch a wall. Y'all I punch a wall. Y'all I have gotten this a few times. Gretch, blah, blah, blah. What are your tips for loving yourself? 
when you're single. Let me try to say this in a calm, cool, collected way. What the fuck? Stop saying this, okay? Being single is not a character trait. It's like, <laughs> don't you hate when you go home for Christmas and your Aunt Kathy, the little bitch, like, why aren't you married? Where's your husband? And it's like, where's fucking yours? You know what I mean? Like, stop. It's not, uh, being single is not a, like, it's not a character trait. It's not something that defines you. I feel like so many women let being single or in a relationship or divorced or whatever define them. Like when you meet someone, it's like, oh yeah, uh, she's like newly divorced. Okay, well, what about saying like, she's an amazing person. She's super generous. She's great kids. Uh, she's great style. Like, look at her hair. Like something else other than that, that needs to stop being like, a main characteristic, how we describe people. Like that's great if you're single and it's great if you're not, that is not what is important. Yes, it is very important to find, not very important, it's important to find someone to spend your life with. Yes, it's so exciting to have a partner in life. Like that is amazing. But if all that we're thinking about is if we're single or if we're married or if we're divorced or if we're, in a threesome, I don't know, like that just like slaps a label on something and that is not sexy. You know what's sexy is finding someone who you're like obsessed with and is equally as obsessed with you. That is fucking sexy. So my tips for loving yourself while you're single are honestly the same as they would be for loving yourself when you're married, divorced, or, or in a threesome. Like it's, it's all the same. It's, it's you. And I want us to all remember that you are the most permanent person in your life. Like your mother can leave, your father can leave, your sister and brother can leave, your kids can leave you, your husband can leave you. It's you, all that you have, not to be morbid or whatever, but like you need to take care of yourself. If you do not love yourself and all that you do is live out in the world and hope for validation that other people love you, will love you, that ain't it. You're not gonna be happy because all you're gonna do is get rejected and rejected and rejected, which is part of life. Everybody goes through that. And then you're just gonna feel like a bag of fucking dicks. I want everyone to get out a piece of paper today and write down some characteristics of what you love about yourself. Why are you the shit? If you don't think you're the shit, no one else is gonna think you're the shit. What do you love about yourself? Let's start with non-physical, okay? Are you generous? Are you forgiving? Are you, I don't fucking know, write it down. Okay, slap it on your fucking fridge and look at it if that's what it takes. Because if you don't love yourself, no one is going to love you. Okay, you like, I think I already said this, but imagine being with someone and like you can't make them happy because they themselves are not happy. That's, that's how you're going to be in a relationship. Like you need, like, why would you not love yourself? Like every, unless you're a serial killer or you like, kill puppies, which is so fucking sad. Um, sorry to put that on anyone, but like there are so many amazing traits about you. 
And I want everyone to like remove the whole like humble flag that they're flying above their fucking head and write down some shit on why you're awesome. If you need to phone a friend and be like, hey bitch, why do you like me? Like, can you give me some fucking compliments? If you need that, do it, okay? That's fine. But like, you need to think very highly of yourself. And if you don't, then maybe you have some shit to work on. Okay. Because if you, and I mean this so lovingly, I love you guys, but if you don't love yourself, then you're either way too humble. You have a lot of shit to work on, which is great. Or you're just honestly not, you're, you're not, um, you're not like opening your eyes because in my opinion, I, (laughs) I talk about this with one of my friends all the time. She chooses to see the, and it, no one's right or wrong. You know what I mean? She chooses to see the bad in people first. Like she has a really hard time trusting people and that's great. Has its pros and cons. I'm the opposite. I actually always try to find the good in people. I try to find the good in situations. I'm sometimes a little bit too forgiving. That also has its pros and cons, right? But there is something amazing about you to like land the plane one day here soon. Like I just went like, Okay, let's just talk about me for a second, right? Because that's the only person that I can really talk about. I am an average, normal person, okay? I have no special traits. I think that I just uh, have a microphone, have a platform. I kind of say it how it is and people seem to like that. But I am just like normal, right? I'm, I'm a six out of 10, not a supermodel. Okay. Not super, super fit, like kind of fit, but you can tell still fucking eats a lot of cookies, like not super smart, you know, some days, but you know, like there's nothing, you know, and if I can love the shit out of myself and think that I'm awesome and AKA I have super high expectations for people that I allow into my life. And I love when my people have high expectations of me, it makes me a better person, like level up. Like you are the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. Holy shit. I need some water. Hold on. You know what I mean? Like if I can think that you can think that I promise you, you're the fucking shit. You just need to Write it down and put it on your fridge. Okie dokie. That uh, brings me to my next question. Did that answer it? Probably not, but (laughs) Um, had a thing, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much asking for advice on toxic friendships. To get into that last point, you are the sum of the people that you surround yourself with, right? Like if you, do you want to be around those people? Okay. And a lot of people say, well, Like, I have to see them because of X, Y, and Z. Like, is this communist Russia? That's a a joke from my boyfriend. Like, hey, babe, he says that all the time. But like, who says the fuck that you have to do anything? Like, why do you have to be around them? Like, I have, I used to have toxic people in my life and I just chose to stop seeing them. And like, if they're, I don't know, family members or like the wives of husbands, I get a lot like, hey, Grouch, like, how do I deal with these fucking bitches who are my husband's friends? Well, like, let's not, let's think of maybe other things that we can do. Can you bring her Can you bring along like a friend? Uh, can you have a conversation with, with your husband about how much they fucking suck and say, Hey, if we want to do this, like, I'm going to, I'm going to bring my friend Ashley because I love her and she supports me. And, uh, if that's okay. And if you want to go on this fucking stupid mountain weekend, I'm bringing Ashley. Cool. If I was like thinking about, you know, sometimes I get people asking, 
hey, you know, I've been friends with this person for 10, 15, whatever many years. Um, and like, how do I call off friendships like that? Like, do you want to be like that person? Does that person make you a better human being? It's like kind of simple like that. And sometimes I get a little confused what the confusion is. Like, again, you are the most important person in your life and you only are on this planet for a little bit of time. Why would you, why do you feel like you're, like you're like required to keep having, to keep having that relationship with them. One, people change, people grow, people like grow apart, just like an, a, a romantic relationship, right? So like, it's the same thing with toxic friendships. Like you become that person. So do you like the characteristics of that person? If you wanna be a more loving person, a more generous person, a more successful person, then you need to hang out with people who are loving, generous, and successful. If you wanna be negative and talk shit about everyone, and just like a woe is me victim player, then those are the people, yeah, I said that backwards, but you know what I mean? Like, I I don't, um, it sucks, right? It's just like breaking off a romantic relationship. Like it's hard, but um, it to me, it's just very much like, okay, like it doesn't make you a bad person, doesn't make me a bad person, but this, this relationship is no mo, you know? Okay, so I, to be just totally transparent with you guys, I really didn't want to answer this question. Um, I saw it as a comment on my post and a bunch of people liked it, which I took as meaning they wanted to hear the answer as well. I've actually had like a couple like newer friends ask me this as well. Um, and I'm going to try to just stay unemotional about it. But if you know me, like I'm a very emotional person, but... Pretty much um, the question or the topic was, you've talked before about not feeling good enough or feeling loved. And I would love to hear about the pivotal point in life that you said, fuck it, I'm enough and I'm a badass. So <laughs> to be honest, this will probably take, you know, some more therapy to get through like, LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> um, but without going into, again, too many details, like, Having, um, uh, if you can't tell, like this makes me um, mildly uncomfortable, but if having a toxic relationship with your mother as a young woman is extremely hard, like I won't sugarcoat that. Um, it's just, uh, it's not easy. Um, I think it drastically changes I think it drastically changed me as a woman with that sort of relationship with my mom. Um, to be honest, have a somewhat similar one with my sister. Um, and sorry, it's, I just am trying not to, uh, like, I'm just trying to keep a boundary there, I guess. I apologize. Um, but just all in all, like, my belief is your mom is supposed to take away your pain, not cause it sort of thing. And that was very hard for me to anyway. So, um, I grew, I grew up in new England and when I went to college, um, I went to college in Myrtle beach, which everyone always asked me, like, 
how did you end up in Myrtle Beach? Like, how did this happen? And I always, like, joke. I'm like, oh, I just, like, kind of closed my eyes and pointed to a beach and was like, fuck it, like, let's go. And I honestly, when I can, like, take a step back, like, I was just running away, right? Like, I didn't know a soul in Myrtle Beach. I didn't have any connection to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, nothing. Like, and I just really wanted to get as far away as I could. Um, And I think that that whole decision changed my life. Like, I think I talked about it on another episode, but your life is just a sum of decisions that you make, right? And I think the universe and God every day that I made that decision, like, holy fuck, don't cry. But, you know, in like my second week there, I made the best friends that I've ever had and I still have them to this day. Like, my life would be completely different if I never made that decision. But I think, you know, leaving and being 1000% alone like I just had to figure it out right I had to figure myself out I had to figure out how to pay bills I had to figure out how to make friends like it it live completely alone away from any sort of family is very difficult and then you're a young woman um you go through a bunch of fucking shit when you're in college and it's just I (sighs) You know, the que- I always have to go back to the question or else I won't fucking answer it. I um, have what's called a false... Everyone has a false negative belief, okay? And a lot of things that you do in your life stem from that. So uh, I think there's like five... You can look it up and read on it. There's a lot of smart people who talk about it. But a false negative belief is like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not lovable is mine. So I kind of have this false negative belief that I'm not lovable and it fucking sucks, right? Like it's a, it's a terrible thing. And as someone who is like, I'm a very confident person, right? Like I know my worth 1000%. Like I know what I bring to the table. I know what I'm capable of. And I think it's like, I, I truly do think that you have to go through something that destroys you to kind of figure out who you are as a person. And that's all relative, right? Like something that destroys me won't destroy the next person or the next person doesn't make someone's worse or better or whatever. It's all relative. But like, I, I just learned so much about myself from relationships, uh, that didn't work. (laughs) Um, and Uh, Am I answering the question? (laughs) Sorry. But it's just, I think that when I left home alone and I had to figure out life on my own, I, I proved to myself, and I mean this very humbly, I hope this comes across humbly, but year after year after year, I said, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this. And I did every fucking thing that I said I was going to do and I did it by myself. And I think that that is when... I started to say, I fucking love myself. I'm literally, ugh. Um, like, oh, when, when, fuck me, man. When you are the only person that you have, that sucks, right? But when you're the only person that you have and you prove to yourself time after time that you can rely on yourself, that makes you love yourself, Okay, so if you're in a situation where you just feel like you're in a fucking shit storm, I don't know who fucking said this, someone smart said it, I think it was like Steve Harvey, to be honest, but it's like, if you're going through hell, why would you stop? 
that means that you're stopping in hell, right? Like keep going, like get out of it. Like everyone says it um, and it's corny, but like that shit just makes you stronger. It does. You're not going to see it right now. You're not going to see it in a year. It might take you 10 fucking years to see it, but you go through shit and I promise you, you come out on the other end strong as fuck. Okay. So it's kind of corny, but just kind of have to switch your mindset to be like, you know what? This fucking sucks what I'm going through right now. Uh, but I'm going to one day be really fucking grateful for it. So fuck. Okay. I am sweating from head to toe. <laughs> Sorry about that. That is a high level overview of, you know, just me. Um, okay. So we are going to wrap this up with a very lovely question that I would just like to say, hi, dad. I know that you listen to this podcast. The podcast is over now. Like see you at Christmas. Turn it off. We're not going to continue listening. Hi, <laughs> my boyfriend's mom listens to this podcast and his sister love the support, but the podcast is over. <laughs> Shut it off. Please see you at Christmas. Can't wait. Okay. This is the question that was asked. And it's honestly wild because I have probably seven different emails asking this in a similar way. Okay. Dad, if you're still listening, I will literally throw away all your gifts and I will know if you listened. Okay. This is what it says. Blah, blah, blah. This is going to sound weird, but I bet you're an animal in the sack. <laughs> Do you, can you give us your best sex tip? Okay, here is uh, my tip that I was actually talking to a friend about the other day. So I just feel like it relates. Okay, I'm gonna give a blow job tip. Am I Lisa Renna? Maybe. Amanda, did you like that reference? Real Housewives, baby, what's up? Um, okay, so I hear a lot. Of, of women, okay? They say, oh, I don't, I don't suck dick. I don't suck dick. <sighs> okay. If you are that type of person, one, someone else is gonna suck your boyfriend's dick. Just kidding. But anyway, the I promise you, the more you, this is my tip, the more you act like you like it and it's fun and enjoyable and you use some spit and some lube and it's like great, the more that uh, the faster that it's gonna be, okay? And that's the goal, right? The goal is let's get it over as fast as possible, okay? Like smile, get into it. Think about like a popsicle or like winning the lottery or something, I don't know, make a, like a game out of it. So, but if you're complaining and you look miserable, that is not sexy and that is not going to get the job done quicker, okay? Like, does, let, let's be honest, like does any woman like crave a sweaty ball sack in their mouth? Probably not. But here's an example. Do you eat chicken wings? Do you eat a dead bird's fucking wing? That's disgusting. So you can lick a wiener for five seconds and get over with, okay? So don't be someone who's like, oh no, I don't suck dick because not to be sexist. And I'm gonna say this too, okay? I hope nobody takes what I say word for word, like verbatim, okay? Like don't, don't sue me. I don't want anyone to be like, ah, oh, Gretchen said I had to suck dick. Well, okay, anyway, but like, this is a sexist comment, but what if a guy was like, oh, well, I don't, never mind. I'm not even gonna fucking say it. I'm not gonna even cross that line, but lube, spit, hands, balls, 
movement, get into it, act like you're having a fucking merry time, okay? Hopefully he's returning the favor, hopefully he's good at it, if he's not, teach it, there's no need wasting time having some dude lick your private parts. And it's not doing anything for you, okay? Happy holidays. Merry fucking Christmas. Follow me on Instagram, at GB Clark. Um, what else? Oh, podcast. Feel free to review, rate. I love you guys. I hope everyone has the most beautiful Christmas, if that's what you choose to celebrate. Hope everyone is very, very drunk for the next many, many days. Uh, next week, I don't know when an episode is going to come out just because it's the holidays, but we're going to do all things New Year goals. I don't know. We're going to get weird, but I love you guys. I'll see you next week.